Shekarim Perek Aleph Mishnagima, Bahamisha Sarbo, on the fifteenth of Adar, Shulhanot Hayush bin Bamedina, the money changers would set up in the city of Yerushalayim so that any people that came from other countries with different currencies could exchange their money and find out the exchange rate from the money changer and get a half a shekel in return and then bring that half shekel to the Beit HaMikdash to make the donation. Now on the 25th of Adar, Yashbu Mikdash, the money changers would not uh, be available in Yerushalayim. They would only be available on the Har Habay itself. And that was to signal to the people, you better get moving, there's only five days left until Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And from this point of time, from the 25th of Adar, if there were people that were lax in donating, the officers would go to their house and take something as a collateral until they paid the Hef Shekel. Who do they seize property from in order to force them to give Mahasita Shekel? We're going to say later they don't force Kohanim. So the Mishnah clarifies. Who do they force? Anyone who has an obligation to give besides Kohanim. Leviim, Ve'Yisraelim, Gerim, converts, Va'abadim, Meshukranim, freed slaves who have the same deen as converts. Abalon, Nashim, Va'abadim. They're not going to seize the property of ladies and Avdeh Kena'anim because ladies and Avdeh Kena'anim are patur. The Pasuk says, Venatenu Ish Kofer Nafsho. Ish Velo Isha. And if a lady is patur, then an evit kanani also is patur. Uktanim, and we don't seize the property of ketanim either, because they also have no obligation to give. Bartenura learns that over here, ketanim means anyone who's less than 20 years old has no obligation to give. But the Mishnah says, what if a father began to give for his child that was under 20 years old? Shuv enofosek. The father has to give for that child every year. Because once he trained the child that he gives for him, so he could, he should continue that chinuch until the child turns 20, and then he'll start giving on his own. Why don't we seize the property of Kohanim who are lax in giving? Because the Kohanim would feel resentful. Here they are, representing us, bringing the korbanot, they expect to get extra kabod and not to be belittled like that, that their property should be seized. So for Darkei Shalom, we do not seize their property. And if the Kohanim end up not giving at all, we're going to learn later on that Betin somehow is mezakeh to them to get a chilek.